Podcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro. I'm your scaredy cat host, Antoinette, and I love a good ghost story. In this last episode of our third season, fondly called Third Eye Not Blind, we're talking to Kevin. Kevin is the vice president of a startup real estate brokerage company called Remax Blue Star. He is a lover of cats, food, and video games such as Dwarf Fortress, Ports, Titan Quest, and RimWorld. He is a student of life and is an avid observer of human behavior, coming from a psychology background. A short, sturdy creature, fond of drink and industry. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Hi, Nat. That's really great to be here. <laughs> Yay. So, let's get right into it. Um, what started mm-hmm. your interest in stuff like this? Are you interested in stuff like this? Actually. Um, weird and spooky. All the weird and spooky stuff started when I was a kid. Um, I was uh, growing up. My my relatives would tell me that I attracted things. So these things are like, of course, like your spooky entities, ghosts, or whatever. I remember uh, back in grade school uh, when I still lived in Quezon City. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping or magsisesta na ako dun sa room ng mom ko, and then. Okay. My yaya had to call me down to eat, uh, so okay. I was supposed to turn. So I was I was supposed to turn off the fan, but uh, as I was turning to come back into the room, the fan turned off on its own, and I was like, "Okay, that's <laughs> that's weird." So I turned it on again okay. just to see if the fan was broken, and it turned it itself off, and then again. yeah, it turned itself off again. So yeah. Shepard, like as a kid, you know, like you get freaked out, you cry. So I ran down to my yaya saying, yaya, yaya, my mouth is at So yeah. <laughs> so at an early age, like um, I was pretty familiar with like all the weird uh, supernatural stuff. But yeah. Okay. Um, uh, as I got older, um, things got more weird. It wasn't just okay. like appliances turning on or off. I would I would actually see stuff already like my mga naikita na ako mga kapre or whatever like to me kasi like you know how when you have when you give a name to something but it doesn't justify like the name doesn't justify the existence of the thing so like right. in my head I would call it a kapre but really at the moment like I don't really know what it really? is yeah 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 yeah, so I have a lot of experiences like that. Uh, yeah. So given that, would you actually say that you believe in ghosts or these strange experiences that you would have as a child have led you to believe in certain things that are unexplainable? I think it isn't a matter, well, at least to me, I don't think it's a matter of believing. I think it's a matter of accepting that these things are a part of Reality, like I know it sounds a bit crazy, but like there are just <laughs> some things science cannot explain, and well, these things are usually the stuff that our senses don't perceive. So, yeah, like to me, it's just I like mean, fair enough. It's like as regular as a passing car, so to speak. <laughs> right. So, I mean, tell me about your third eye. I mean, is that something that helps make it? feels so normal like it's just like a passing car on the street like it's just there yeah like- uh, it used to be that way my third eye was a lot more active when I was younger um, the mm-hmm. most active it got was through high school and up to maybe second or third year of college okay. and the stuff I saw during that time period were like most of the crazy stuff that I've seen the crazy stuff yeah <laughs> Uh, yung mga melopa is like, I remember, uh, I think that was the first year or second year in high school, I was lying down in our, in my mom's room. But uh, this time it's our house in San Juan. Mm-hmm. I was reading a book in the dark. So nakabukas lang yung ilaw nung tokador ng nanay ko. And then, syempre, like, yung book is like facing the light so that I could read. Yeah. And then, so I was reading, I, I noticed that there was this weird energy coming from behind the book. So I felt like there was okay. something standing at my feet. Like not literally at like on my feet, but like there's like a presence. Beyond it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I look, like I, I move my book slowly to the side. And then <laughs> there's the shadow that's sort of, uh, how do I call it? You know that thing when an image moves, another image of the same thing follows? I, I, um, I don't know how to put it yeah, to words, yeah. but it's like a feedback. It's like that, that kind movie of thing. effect. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie effect? Yeah. Um, it, it was something like that. And then, so the shadow does that. And I, I got freaked out so bad because I, I knew it was still there. So I hid under the blanket <laughs> and then I just put myself <laughs> to sleep. You're going you're gonna to find that most of my reactions to these experiences are going under the blanket and putting myself to sleep. <laughs> hey, um, I mean, whatever works, right? Yeah. I mean, I, like at the time, I didn't even bother turning off the light. I just like, you know. So was it, was it like the, the la- there was only one light in the room and then beyond your book was kind of just darkness or, you know, the, the room was pretty kind of lit from the light source? You, you could see the room, but I mean, it was dim, mm-hmm. but not dark enough for me not to be able to read the book. Right. Similar to how Pee Wee's light is like right now. Um, well, I guess okay. the, view, the listeners won't be able to visualize it like quite well, but it's basically mm-hmm. a rel- rel- relatively well-lit room. And then you, you suddenly see like a shift in light. Like, like suddenly the room is filled of yeah, it's like that's you know you're if you watched um, what do you call this Fellowship of the Ring, there's that scene where mm-hmm. Gandalf tells Bilbo, uh, what, what is that scene? It was when Bilbo was accusing Gandalf of wanting the ring the ring for himself, but Gandalf was like, mm-hmm. uh, what did he say? But anyway, Ooh. he basically turns the room dark from the fire lit mm. light, whatever. Yeah. So it was something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So that's Interesting. how the, Yeah. And so but those were like the mild stuff. That was the mild stuff. And, you know, yeah. after you put yourself to sleep, you wake up and, you know, it's gone, whatever it is. It would usually be like the morning already. Okay, great. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I mean, when, so when would you say was the first time you've had a particularly creepy encounter? Okay. Was it the fan thing? The fan thing wasn't... Well, I guess because since I was young, I didn't really know what creepy was. But okay. a creepy experience I had was when I had my own room in the same house in San Juan. It's the room across mm-hmm. my mom's room. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a weird kid at the time, so I didn't really populate my room with posters or anything. So it was a very stark room that just had a bed. And the table at the foot of the bed. Minimalist? That's not weird. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was sleeping, actually. And then I thought I heard my mom walk into the room. So mm-hmm. uh, just to help the listeners vi- visualize it. My, my, the room was basically a square room. The, there are two doors to each of the left side corners of the room. Uh, to the f- far right is the bed tucked into the corner. And then the foot of the mm-hmm. table is right beside where the farther door is. Right. Mm-hmm. And then how I usually sleep is I have my feet nearest the wall. And then my head is nearest the door to the balcony. Mm-hmm. So my back is turned to the door to my room. So when I, mm-hmm. when I thought my mom was coming in, she was coming in mm-hmm. through, well, obviously, from the, from the mm-hmm. entrance to my room. And then, so I was turning around to see if it was actually my mom. And then there was like a flash of green light. And then I was like, green. What, the f- what the hell was that? But even before I could finish that train of thought, something grabbed my face and pushed it back towards where I was facing and sort of started to smother me, right? What the hell? And then I, yeah. And then I fell like, unconscious. And then, what? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know how long it was for me to wake up again. But when I woke up again, the same green flash happened. But like, for some reason, my okay. brain didn't register what happened earlier. So like, I was like, huh? Green light? And I was turning around again. And then it happened um, the same way. So something grabbed my face again. 
uh, pushed me towards where I was facing and then like started smothering me until until I just passed out. And then in the morning, I was like, what the hell was that? Like, I didn't really know. Over the years, actually, I've been uh-huh. like sort of reviewing, reviewing um, the experiences that I've had. And it's possible that I was having a, a hag, if you're familiar. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like, that thing when you're in between waking and sleeping and you have like a nightmare. Sleep paralysis moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's one of those more than an actual supernatural event. But I really can't explain it because I really, f- it was very vivid at the time. And I really felt like there was something touching my face. So you felt like it was like a hand on your face that kind of just pushed it back and then like started like obstructing your nose your, and my mouth? My vision, my mouth, my, yeah, everything. As in it was, and it was just there, it really fe- felt this on your face. Yeah. I thought, we, I, like the, my first thought was like, I thought someone um, broke into our house. But like, right. if I had woken up and that happened again, like someone breaking into my house wouldn't have done it again. So it wasn't a person or like, I, it, I don't think it was a, a person. It's like, why would anyone do that? Like twice. Like, yeah. Unless like trip lang nila. Like, uy, may natutulog na lalaki. Talogin ko yung mukha. <laughs> <laughs> Tapos, okay, nakatulog na siya. And then natin siyang gumising ulit. We're going to ulit. Right? So, and yeah. then like, the morning after, what happened? Like, all normal like when the sun yeah, is up everything, did that ever everything happen again was, it didn't happen again like when I woke up like the room didn't change like none of the f- the table didn't move the bed didn't move or anything so yeah it was a very weird experience um, and that never happened again like in your life or like the rest of your stay there not the same experience but a lot of other stuff happened in that house Okay. Like, um, what would you say was like, let's say, do you have like a particularly creepy encounter or let's say what stands out? The most freaky experience I had in that house was when I started sleeping downstairs. Um, mm-hmm. I started sleeping in the living room uh, at our long couch, um, the couch that usually fits three people. There was this Sounds one like an night. awesome couch. Yeah, it was great. Um, it's really cool, especially in December. Like the lower floor is really cool, so I really enjoyed sleeping there. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, like there was this time when one night I just suddenly woke up and I felt that someone was sitting at our two-seater couch. That because it's yung arrangement ng mm-hmm. living room namin, eh. so there was someone sitting at the two-seater couch. It was an old lady. Okay, this is really vivid. I can remember it like as clearly as it was yesterday. There was an old lady wearing like this barotsaya type dress. Um, Uh When you look at her, you can feel how cold she is, if that makes sense. Um, Okay. Her her face was shrouded. uh, Basically. Uh And then her skin was like a dry... uh, Imagine like it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not really like a mummy, but like if if you're if you didn't moisturize your face like for years, that uh-huh. would probably look like that's probably how it would look like. Um, she like had hollow really eyes, wrinkly skin. Yeah, except todo mo yung pagkatuyo nung balat niya, ganon yung tipong itsura niya. And it was and it, uh-huh. it had really pale color. Like alam mo hindi uh-huh. siya buhay na tao, and right. she didn't have eyes in her sockets, and they were just black Jeez. holes, right? Yeah, and she was sitting there. Uh-huh. And right at the moment when I noticed her, she noticed me, if that makes sense. As in, like, yeah. when I knew she was there, she knew like that I looked at her. And at that moment, she immediately stood up, walked to my side of the couch, knelt down right beside me. And then uh, she turned away to pick something up from the floor. And when she turned back, she had like this red scarf that she started to use to strangle me with. Jeez! Yeah. And then, so that entire time, uh, she was strangling me and then I passed out. When I woke up <laughs> in the morning, I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. That, that's the most vivid and creepiest thing that ever happened to me in that house. 
So she was wearing a veil, but you could see like kind of a hazy vision of her face behind that veil. Yeah. It wasn't even hazy. Like I really saw like yung itsura ng mukha niya behind the veil. Right. And was, was this particularly late at night and nobody was around and like the lights were off? Yeah, the lights were off. Like the only lights that were on were yung sa altar. You know how usually like Filipino houses have that like Santo Nino altar thing going on. So yeah. the lights there were on. So there was some illumination. But like the the, the so, living room area was relatively dark. And so she starts strangling you and you pass out. I, I'm starting to sense a pattern here. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you basically pass out slash go to sleep. And you wake up and it's the morning and like yeah. everything seems completely normal again? Yes. It's like nothing happened. It's usually like that. And did you try and tell anyone of this experience? Like anybody in your household or something? I told my mom that she wouldn't believe me because she, um, she's very Catholic. So like the usual okay. response would be like, magdasal ka na lang or magsimba ka. <laughs> or like, <laughs> ganyan yung nangyayari kasi hindi ka nagsisimba. Yung mga ganun. <laughs> No. So it, it turns into a guilt trip. Yeah. So like I, I tend to not tell my mom my supernatural experience. Was, did anybody else live in the house at the time? No, it was just me and my mom. Right. So, so even like a, a helper? The weird thing is, even if I had cats in that house, they usually aren't there when the stuff happens. So like, okay. it's really convenient that my cats aren't there to like, you know, sick the ghost or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So basically it's just you and your mom and there aren't any, 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 there's nobody else in your house who could maybe have had a similar experience or like maybe even a helper. No, or, it's really just me and my okay. mom. Okay. All right. And she never had any of these experiences herself? My mom isn't a very sherry type person. Okay. Like she doesn't like sharing stuff that she goes through. But like, I know she sees stuff. It's like she tells me sometimes she sees my dad. Because my dad passed away when I was a young boy. And I was a young boy. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so sometimes she would tell me that our dad, well, my dad, visited her one night stuff like that so I know I know that she sees dead people so to speak and I know like the third eye runs in our family because my half sister has it too and several of my cousins have it too so yeah I know for sure that she probably goes through other stuff in our house that she doesn't tell me about okay so have you ever had like an experience that's been sort of shared between you and some of your other relatives who, you know, have third eyes or let's say are more open to talking about it? I remember this one time when, this was before we lived in San Juan, we we had a different house in QC. My sister and my cousin were doing this, I don't know what, what ritual it is or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like summoning a spirit, but they were like holding like, Pens, like I don't know what the hell they were doing. Oh my gosh, it's called Spirit of the Bolton. It's something <laughs> oh that you know kids in like Catholic schools, you you know, used to kill recess time with. Uh, well, unfortunately, something did happen when they were yeah. doing it because um, when my cousin and my sister were doing it, uh, uh, dining area. It's a really big house, so I didn't actually know what yeah. they were doing. I was at the living room watching television. I think I was watching like yeah. Pokemon or something. Um, yeah. And then, so they were doing whatever the hell they were doing. And they started screaming. So I was like, naturally, I was a kid. So I was like, well, huh? why, why are you all screaming? So I stood up and I look at their direction. And there was something outside the dining room window. I was like, what the hell was that? Like, I, I didn't really something? know. Yeah. As in, it's not just like, as in, it wasn't a person at all. Just like this weird, it was big. It was, um, how do I explain it? Is it like a, a blob like shape? See, this is what I was saying about Jung. Like if you, if you give it a, a name, it doesn't really justify what it is. But the best I can go with is like this gigantic 
person leaning down to look into the kitchen, uh, look into uh-huh. the dining room window. And that was uh-huh. it. And well, after I saw my sister and my cousin run up the stairs to the second floor, I just followed. And then, yeah, so that entire night we were just huddling in my sister's room because we were all so freaked out about what happened. But after that, like nothing else happened. And then my mom came home from work and like she was like wondering why we were all huddled in the room. So we were just saying that, oh, we saw this outside the blah, blah window. And of uh-huh. course, like usual mom reply would be like, Yan kasi, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so yeah, that's one of the stuff I had a shared experience with. So like, it was daytime, I assume, because your mom was at work or like afternoonish. It was late afternoon, na. like middle, a bit after sunset. Because your mom okay. works in a different city. Sure. Yeah, so like, pagdating niya usually gabi na. So, like we had time to like, yung yaya namin nandun actually, like if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. Pero for some reason at that time, she wasn't present in the yeah, house. Yeah. So, it, it did you see a face? Or like, It was a, a face. Person? It was, uh-huh. y- do you remember, have you watched most, like, let's say, Spirited Away? Yes. It looked like y- No Face? No, not not anything like No Face. It looked more like, yung, do you know how, do you remember yung tatlong ulo? Like yung pets ng witch? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that, except it had a body. The head was a lot bigger and it was peering into the window. Something like that. Right. And the window was clear and you could really see this. Yeah. Huh. Did, did your sister and your cousin say in particular what they were trying to reach out to when they, they were, were just saying like, looking back, it was really silly. The stuff they were like <laughs> summoning, like Jose Rizal or like <laughs> these random Spanish names. But yung feeling, yung feeling kasi, um, the thing I have or the, the the theory I have about stuff like that is when you invoke a presence, it doesn't matter who you invoke. Like whatever it is that's around that ritual will be inevitably attracted to it. Right. So yeah, so there happened to be something nearby that was like, oh, little children doing stupid things. Hello, little children. Let's <laughs> so, yeah. have a little pixie. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thankfully, um, I haven't had any experience na parang kakainin kita type stories. <laughs> like, yeah, like, because you know, like you hear stories like that na parang as a child na huwag kang lalabas ng gabi, kandi kakainin ka ng ano, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, and I really believe those. Like, because um, there was this time when I stayed in my aunt's house in Pampanga. They had a really big garden yeah. and this tree. Um, and I know something lived on that tree. Like, yeah. I didn't see it, but I knew something lived in that tree. Because, uh, have you ever seen a tree that has a human face on it? Like Game of Thrones style? Yeah. As in, literal, may mukha dun sa puno. It's really freaky. And it doesn't occur all the time. But I've seen... Some trees. Do you mean have, like something that's carved into the tree? No, or it's just it looks like, like a naturally, naturally occurring face. Yeah. Like a naturally occurring face. So yeah. Okay. Um my aunt knows that something also lives there. That's why they don't disturb the tree. Uh, mm-hmm. as in the, the tree is really old. It's, in, it's like really thick right. trunk and everything. Um and then one time kami no sa garden. And then yeah. One of my cousins, uh, parang may nagbato sa kanya ng prutas. But it wasn't any of us. Okay. Because like, my cousin yeah. was like, siya nagbato nung blah, blah, blah. So kami, like, parang, ha? Like, we didn't do that. And like, we were all like, mm-hmm. looking at the tree and it was like, okay, time to go inside. And then, <laughs> Y'all are being too noisy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what happened. And then, noong dinner time, uh, my cousins had to go back to their house kasi, uh, Yung cousins na yun, they live like just a few streets away. So like magkapit bahay mm-hmm. yung magtito-tita ko. 
Uh, so they had to go. And then ako naman, kailangan ko na matulog kasi when I was a kid and you know, the province usually, pagbata ka, 6pm pa lang. after a certain hour. Yeah. So like, six, pag 6 o'clock pa lang, dapat tulog ka na. Hindi pa, pagalitan ka ng kita mo, whatever. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so so when I was trying to fall asleep, I was looking out the garden and something climbed mm-hmm. down the tree. From the tree? Yes. And then at the foot of the tree, was like a pair of golden eyes. Like, hindi siya pusa. Like, I know what a cat looks like, even as a kid. Mm-hmm. But these were like, um, really wide set eyes. As in, not even the head of a person, wide set eyes. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, hello, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for making noise under your tree. <laughs> so I was just repeating that that, that entire night because the eyes won't go away. And then I got so freaked out, I so, woke up my cousin who was like, uh-huh. mo na lang pansinin, matulog ka na. So I was like, eh, kasi... Thanks, na, very helpful. <laughs> yeah! I was like, si Kuya Alan. Was, I actually don't remember if it's Kuya Alan or Kuya Butch. But anyway, yeah, so he just told me, like, huwag mo na lang pansinin, matulog ka na lang. So, which is what I did. So it, it climbed down and it was like, there were two eyes or like, um, was it like the height of a person and then it was like, just was, staring at you? It was like an animal. You know how a large cat would look like if they were yeah. disturbed from their home and they're kind of curious as to what the hell is going on? So it yeah. was something like that. Parang like, ano tong batang tong nasa bakod ko? Parang ganun yung feeling that I was getting. So yeah. Uh-huh. And it was just staring at you, like, point blank, like, these two golden eyes. Yeah. It didn't really go near the house. I think I I had the notion that there was, like, mutual respect with the Mm -hmm. territory. So, like, he had the tree and the humans had the house sort of thing. So, walang, walang, like, trespassing, so to speak, na nangyayari. Yeah. So, I guess that's why it didn't really do anything more than, like, move away. I mean, move down the tree. Because I mean, yeah, if, so it was if, basically if that, like, makuha ka sa tingin, bata ka. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> like, I would really freak out like if that thing really went up to the window and like, look at me through the window and like, why? <laughs> and it sounded like your cousin kind of knew what you were talking about. I never really got to ask him, actually, like over the years. Like, I have a feeling he was just dismissing the crazy stuff a kid say. You know, like, pag ikaw, like, you're old. Yeah. Medyo matanda na kasi si Kuya Alan at the time. Pati rin si Kuya Butch. I, I really don't remember who it was mm-hmm. with me in that room kasi sobrang tagal na. Um, but yeah, they were really old. Like, si Kuya Alan at the time was already working and I think Kuya Butch was also, I think he he just finished college. So, eh, ako, ano pa lang ako nun? Like, what, grade one or grade two? Parang gana. Oh, so super young. Yeah, I was literally just like, like mangbang pao sa mundo yung mga ganun. So I, right. I have a feeling they were just like dismissing this noisy kid so that he would, you know, go to sleep. Like just some kid with an overactive imagination yeah. doing annoying stuff. Yeah. So that would be in Pampanga. But like, I guess another one question I have is, do you have any particular um, interesting things that may have happened to you quite recently? Because you've talked about stuff when you were a kid and then in high school. Recently, nothing much has happened. I actually have a theory that the less grounded you are, the more likely it is for you to experience these things. Uh, what I mean what, what by do you gr- mean by that? Yeah, what I mean by grounded is like uh, if if you're more attached to the regular human experience, parang hindi mo siya masyado mm-hmm. napapansin na. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like as a young kid, kasi like, like when you're studying, you don't really do anything like mm-hmm. except like study for quizzes or whatever, study for class. Mm-hmm. Um, so like technically, you, you, you sort of have a lot of time to yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you're, when, as you get older, like you're too busy, like life gets in the way, all these things that you used to see aren't as clear to you as it was before. Um, mm-hmm. But usually when I'm in quiet places, let's say the beach or 
mm-hmm. uh, somewhere natural. Like I know there's stuff around me, but I don't see them as much as I used to like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what would you say was the last um, experience, creepy experience that kind of stood out for you? Well, the most creepy experience that I've had was also in high school. Because every year, my barcada and I would uh, go to the beach. Because one of our friends, mm-hmm. yung family nila owned a beach sa Subic. Your barcada called it the Grand, grand Day, yearly Grand Day trip. So uh, we would go mm-hmm. there. Um, we would like, you know, usual barcada of young boys, like, babasagan ng mukha with alap and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then... The usual. Yeah, the usual. So after this very heavy drinking and eating session, we had, like, everyone went to their cabins to sort of cool down, uh, play video games, yung mga console and everything. Like, the others were, like, playing mm. board games and whatever. But I, I, for some reason, decided to sit outside and sort of, you know, mm. I'm at the beach. I want to appreciate nature and everything. Mm. And then it happened, which is basically something walked past our cabin that wasn't a person, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, okay. To, to give the listeners some visualization. Yung, uh, would you call it a balcony? Like a sitting mm-hmm. area it's outside like the cabin? It's like a mini sitting area balcony. Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is facing a porch? a porch. Yeah, I guess you could say it's a porch. Um, so the porch is like facing yung grabe lalip dalampasigan, but yung shoreline basically. <laughs> yeah. <nung> beach. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like sort of mga ten meters away yung yeah. sand. The water. Okay. Yeah. the The closest word I can come to the thing is a demon because right. when I saw it. Walking past, I knew that if it looked at me, I would be dead. Ganon yung aura nung time na yun na ko. What it looked like it is uh, imagine a naked woman slashed up all over her body, right? But she's walking on rewind. So pabaliktad siya naglalakad. But the direction she's walking is where her face is. Or where her head is facing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So imagine that. Passing in front of you, 10 meters away, as in, like it's nothing. As in, naglakad lang siya. Like, from my left, all the way to my right, naglakad siya. And I was like, pag nakita niya ako, I would be dead. So I went inside. So it was giving you very danger signals. Yeah, as in literal, parang, you gotta run or else you're dead type of type of feeling na sin like hanggang ngayon tumatayo pa rin yung balahibo ko <laughs> every time I remember that whatever that thing was but yeah so it, it like I, I didn't hesitate to actually walk away from it like, I don't, I don't want to die so like bye yeah literally like oh oh okay bye pasok ko sa cabin I was like oh hi guys not gonna stick around for this gonna, yeah as in like it's like everyone was sleeping. And I was like, oh my God, if I die here, no one would know. So I was like, nakisingit na lang ako dun sa, kasi yung mga kama sobrang liit. So we could only fit like two people per bed. So I was like, pinilit ko na lang yung sarili ko dun sa gitna ng dalawa kong friend. And I was like, I'm done. I'm gonna sleep now. So yeah. Like, yun na so yung... did you ever find, wow, so this, this, this image of a, a lady, a naked lady? Yeah. Are you saying? A naked lady with her head on backwards. And her entire and body kind of with like slashes and everything. the other way. Yeah. Like open, like gaping wounds and stuff? Open wounds, but they weren't bleeding. They were like scars, so to speak. It's basically an image from hell. Like if a demon, like if a person went to hell, got tortured and came back, that's what it would look like. Or at least like that's everything how I, just looks really wrong. Yeah, basically. It assaulted my senses, basically. And so, okay, so that walked across and then you were just like, bye, I'm going to get out of here yeah, now. Yeah, I'm done. And yeah. it, it, didn't, it didn't notice you at all or look in your direction or you didn't give it time to. I think it knew I was there. 
I just, you know, like didn't engage or didn't right. give it the chance to engage. Cause really, like I really felt like if that thing turned its attention on me, I'd probably disappear from the face of the earth type feeling. And like the morning after, did you tell anyone about what had happened or did anybody maybe explain to you what that could have possibly been? Um, no one actually knew what that was. Not even Jung Frenko who owns the place. But like, mm-hmm. they were just like really freaked out na may ganons sa island. So like... Oh, it was an island? Yeah, it was an island. So we were like stuck there for like three days. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> well, on which day did this happen? Usually, we kami ng beach like Friday to Saturday. And I think that was the for the night of the first day. So Friday night. Oh, great. Day one. Two more yeah. to go. Yeah. Although thankfully, like, wala naman nangyari in succeeding days. Although because of that occurrence, like the next day, we tried to explore yung not-so-abandoned hotel, the top of the hill ng island. Not but so abandoned. Not so abandoned because like the lights were still on and everything. I think people still checked in there, but I don't know. Because at the time that we ghost hunted dun mm-hmm. sa hotel na yun, parang, parang walang tao. Pero bukas yung mga ilaw. So we were like, ah, should we go in here? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Siyempre, ako lang yung pumasok kasi lahat ng kasama ko medyo takot. Eh, ako yung... They're ako yung, out. It, it, it's more of ako yung pinakasanay sa mga ganun. So, ako yung una nilang pinapasok. And literally, when I went into yung receiving area ng hotel, it was so oppressive. As in, I could feel the oppressive. weight of the air. Yeah. Um, na parang, it, it was like the hotel didn't want me to be inside it sort of feeling. Yeah, it's like, basically, like the air around me was so tight. Tight? Is it the word? Being a thick, eh? Parang, I just felt like I didn't, like something didn't want me there, basically. So Parang, what did you do after? Keep going I, inside? No. <laughs> I went <laughs> out. I told my friends na parang, syempre, like, you know, like, I don't want to mess with stuff I don't see. So like, I told them na parang, okay. I don't think we should be here. Like, I felt, I felt a presence telling me. Joke lang. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but hey, like, listening to your spidey senses is good. I mean, yeah. that's what it's there for. Like, I think the the I think what the third eye is actually is a very focused intuition. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a matter of knowing that it's there and not really believing that it's there. Mm-hmm. And you sort of it, it's the same way how animals react to like being hunted. Like they know they're being right. hunted, but they're not. But they can't see what's hunting them. Parang ganun. Sure. Yeah. So it's like an extrasensory early warning Sign. danger device thing. Yeah. So, do you have any other particular memories that stand out for you? Um, I actually have a a journal. I have a mm-hmm. I have a notebook I use for drawing the stuff I see, and I've mm-hmm. I think I have it here. I can actually like take a picture of the stuff I've seen and like send you guys that maybe like get an idea of the creepy ass stuff that <laughs> that, that okay. um, appears before me. Um, <laughs> like it isn't, I, I don't think I have much of any other freaky stories anymore because the other stuff that I've seen is literally like, oh, I see it and then I just move on. And usually it's these things that I have the time to draw. Because I don't have the need to like avoid it. Um, mm-hmm. Ah, there, there's actually this one entity that followed me around for a really long time. Uh, it's mean? a, it's a, it's a giant head with okay. hands for feet. It had four okay. limbs with hands, which it which it uses to move around. And then at its chin is another large eye, which is what it actually uses to see and not. Okay the eyes on the head. Mm-hmm. And this thing usually follows me around. Like, even in, I wouldn't say broad daylight, but I know it's around when it follows me. Okay. And of course, I'm the only one who can see it. Like some of my classmates from school would feel weird mm-hmm. when that thing is around me. But yeah, uh, a lot of other stuff started following me too. Uh, I remember there was, 
there was this other thing like uh, I, I, I have I remember I had names for them I just don't remember the particular names for all of them this one was I called this one the, cor- the corpulent because like it looked like a rotting corpse it okay. didn't have feet it didn't have hands but it walked on its stubs and then okay. it just walked around the house usually and then sometimes it would follow me around the house your face yeah, is like this rotten dead face na walang jaw so and but there was this like just flesh hanging from where its jaw used to be and literally it would follow me around and like I would like why why are you following me <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm not wow, I, I can't believe that you weren't more freaked out about this. Or were Because it was such a... I mean, I, I, if I'm being honest, I don't think I was freaked out. I think I was more fascinated by the fact that mm-hmm. stuff like that existed. Yeah. So yeah, like I think when the fascination started, that's also the time I started like putting them into paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eventually these things would just stop following you? Yeah. Like they just get bored? I don't know if they get bored or like they find something else to do. But like, okay, we followed this guy for a while now. Nothing's yeah. happened. He hasn't freaked out appropriately. <laughs> I don't think like they actively try to freak you out. Although it's, I, I know for certain that there are really some things that go out of their way to like play tricks on other people. But like, Mm-hmm. Thankfully, so far, yung mga sumusunod sa akin, hindi yung mischievous or malevolent type of ano, entities. Well, except for the ones who seem to have wanted to take your breath away or put you to sleep faster. But they never followed me around. So, yeah. <laughs> they just, those were like one-time things. So but, they were one-time deals and like yeah. you never really saw them again. Usually, the ones involving me sleeping in a bed or yung mga one-off na parang oh no it's another strangling session but like from a different ghost <laughs> in word get around <laughs> uy si ano yung inano ni kamo the other day ako naman ganun <laughs> at some point nga like iniisip ko na parang baka naman pinagtitripan lang talaga ako ng mga like stuff here in the house yung mga ganun like at, at a certain right. point then kasi parang hindi ko na siya iniisip masyado because it uh, it occurred so regularly during that time period na parang like I said parang it's just as regular as a passing car it's just it just became one of those things that was there and that you just have to like kind of exist with it yeah basically gotcha um did anyone ever like um anybody else who maybe had such an ability to like notice what you were experiencing and tell you like hey your stuff's com- going on around you actually that reminds me yung isang uh-huh. office mate ko kasi ngayon he's really active as in yung third eye niya is really active ito, ito na yung recent story okay may recent story okay. na ako um, <laughs> great yung, yung office kasi namin sa Pasay it's the most Oh my God. It's like a vacuum. Like, ang dami. Like, ang dami naliligaw uh-huh. sa opisina ngayon. And yung okay. office na yun, may, may bantay. As in, hindi bantay na tao. Ah. As in, like, bantay na whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it looks like a pig. But, okay, imagine mo yung, what's that black dude, black spirit dude sa, sa ano, spirited away? Si No Face. No yeah. Face? So, imagine, imagine No Face. But instead of a mask, mm-hmm. it's like a, half big head sort of shape. Mm-hmm. So yun yung bantay. The bantay would usually visit yung office namin to tell us na huwag kayong maingay or like wala lang, dadaan lang siya. Mga ganun. And then some of the stuff that my friend sees, I don't see. Like there's this one time, there's literally a ghost party inside the office. Like a it wasn't a party. It wasn't a literal party pero there's like so many of them in the room na ako rin naramdaman ko na parang ang crowded ng room even if like tatlo lang kami dun sa opisina. Um, uh-huh. And then they were it's so ridiculous what my friend was like narrating to me after. Okay. Na parang the ghosts were talking and they were saying like uy sino itong tatlong tong nandito? Bakit may mga tao dito? Wala namang tao dito? Nandito tayo? Mga ganun. Uh-huh. So they were having 
So I was assuming these were like ghosts of people. Like, it's just really funny how it like on the flip side, it's it's like it's just regular people talking about their experiences, except they know they're dead. You know, right? But um, like I, I don't remember if like he was talking about like magiinuman sila. Pero one of, one of the ghosts said, Paano kayo magiinuman? Magpatay na kayo. And then nagtawaan daw sila. And then my, fri- my, my, my friend was trying so hard not to laugh with them. Kasi he had experiences na when the ghost notices that he uh, notices them, kukulitin na siya. Uy, narinig mo ko. Oh, okay. Narinig mo ko. Uy, uy, alay na yung nangyari sa ganito. Ganyan. So like, he tries to avoid yung mga ganun. Yeah, yeah. So it's really weird that way. Yeah. Um, so the 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 pig head person, it's like yeah. the shape of a person with a pig's head. It's the shape. It's like a blob, like a big black uh-huh. blob with a pig head for a face. But and only you half said a that sometimes face. half a pig's face. What do you mean, like um, like like if you you cut the face from the left like the half to the to right the half, right. Is it bisect? Is that, is that the term? I don't remember. But I'm yeah. Not sure. <laughs> but yeah, you cut the left side and the right side, and what's and what the pig faced dude has is like the left side of a pig's face. But it's what not a malevolent spirit, just, just like a black blob. Right. Yeah. But okay, those and then you said the, that some uh-huh, those sorry? weren't the ones who were like partying. No, I mean like. The, the the party ghosts and the bandai and all these other things, they weren't the freakiest one. Uh, there's one particular ghost there that we call Annie. And Annie. she's Annie. And she's been there way before the office was there. The, the mm-hmm. office kasi was, is an old Spanish house. Okay. And we don't really know the origins of the little girl. She's a little girl, by the way. Right. But... Um, like she's appeared in some photos, she's done some creepy ass shit in all of it. Oops, was I supposed to say that? No problem. It's okay. okay. You can totally say what you want. Okay. But like, um, what do you yeah, mean by creepy ass shit? As in, nagtutumbas siya ng mga stuff, or like she'll move stuff, or or tatayu siya sa labas ng bintana, tititigan ka, yung mga ganon. But she right. doesn't do it out of mischief. She does it because she doesn't want us to be there. She doesn't want you to be there. Yeah. As in, well, kami siyempre, no choice kami kasi like, that's her office. But like, office. this little girl sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we do our best not to bother her then when she's around. And usually when she's around, like, yung mood ng room changes, like, visibly changes. Like usually right. animated kami, yung mga mag-office mates na parang, ah, Dota, Dota, basketball, basketball. <laughs> um, but then when this kid comes in, like, holy crap, like everyone's like in front of their computers. They're not even typing. They're just like, their hands are on the keyboard. They're not really doing it. Like everyone's spaced out. It's like, oh my God. Tapos kami nung friend ko na nakakita na parang, oh my God, please. Can you please just go out? We're not doing anything to you. We'll be quiet. Ano yung ganon? Pero siempre siya. So she just kind of comes in and like you know does stuff to try and creep you out to make you leave. I, I don't know what her purpose is when she does those things, but I my the way I feel about it is like she really doesn't like us being noisy or. Medyo moody eh. You know, like, alam yung, minsan tahimik kami, papasok siya. Tapos like, there's that menacing aura and you're like, ah, what did we do this time? Alam yun. <laughs> we, we were quiet. Like, what do you want? Yung mga ganun. Um, but sometimes, we notice na si Bantay is literally he's he, he, she. Like, binabantayan niya yung pintuan namin para hindi pumasok si ate. Parang ganun. But then oh. sometimes Bantai lets her in. So I don't know how like, that relationship works. All right, you can come works. in for like five minutes. Yeah. So I don't know how their relationship works, but like there's that curious interaction between this, the, the entities in the office. But yeah. Whereas you have like maybe the party Spaniards who like maybe can relate to you guys a bit. And they're just like having fun. They weren't Spaniards. Like, 
Kasi literal, like, yung description nga nung friend ko is like, medyo tambay yung itsura nila. Mm-hmm. Nakasando, nakashorts. Okay. Yung iba, naka-casual attire. Yung mga ganun. Uh-huh. So, like, regular modern quotation marks na dead oh, people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they know so they're like, dead or very like Yeah, they know they're dead. Yung, the, the ones who were talking about magiinuman sila were actually yung mga <laughs> tambay type ghosts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yung mga ganun. It, it, it was okay. really funny. And then, no, because it's really interesting that you mentioned the, tam, the bantay with, um, bantay means um, sort of guardian, right? And yeah. So you, it's interesting that you mentioned it has like a sort of half animal-like face because you're actually not the first person to mention that. And yeah. you're not the first ben- person to mention that they have like this sort of guardian protector role of the space. Um, I had this uh, a guest before who mentioned that in his house in Bulacan, there, mm-hmm. like, he had they had like this guardian spirit entity thing um, that mm-hmm. was like humanoid in body but had the head of a chicken. Ooh. So it was like a, a giant um, towering figure but had the head of a chicken. And then um, there was another person who mentioned um in the previous episode that i had recorded another person who had mentioned another animal as head i don't quite remember specifically but it's in the previous episode another animal as a head and they they also did characterize this this being as a, a guardian of the space like protecting the space yeah and it's sort of really interesting that that's something that's really i guess a common experience in our culture maybe it's yung theory ko is like the older a place is the higher the chance for it to sort of embody a spirit not really a spirit but like parang it accumulates so much energy that that energy sort of manifests itself into a mm-hmm. something and that something having grown out of that place becomes territorial parang gano'n right. like I don't know exactly if that's how it works but like that's how I surmise how guardian quotation mark entities yeah. appear in a location. Because usually, actually, like, when I hear about stories na mga bantay, yung mga locations are like really old or like may history. Mm-hmm. Mga ganun. And that's something I've also heard like parents or grandparents call certain things. Like when, when stuff would happen in the house, uh, what in my house before like we have an old ancestral house and you know people would say or you know some helpers or some people in the house would say that they see certain things going up the stairs or like you know um, hearing sounds people walking upstairs where there was nobody um, they kind of chalk it up to ah yan yung bantay ng bahay yeah yung bahay namin if you remember the story I was telling earlier where that thing was appearing when my sister and my cousin were doing the ritual. Mm-hmm. That, that house actually mm-hmm. had a bantay also. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yaya ko at the time would always say na parang like she would get freaked out because she would see the same particular thing. I, I don't remember what she described it as because I was like really young. But oh, yeah, she, like sometimes I would overhear her talking about bantay or whatever. Right. So yeah. And it's really interesting that, you know, we've as a culture, we've kind of formed this, this sort of relationship with spirits or like you know just people hanging around helping us you know get by and you know i don't know if you've ever heard like this type of story before where you know Mm -hmm. um things would only show themselves to people who are if they're in your home and you have this like concept of a bandai or like a guardian of the home like they would only show themselves or like um make certain people uncomfortable if these people were about to do something wrong or something harmful to the family? Like, if, I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like that. I haven't experienced it personally, but I guess, like, as a culture, I mean, like, I've heard stories about, parang, may magnanakaw na papasok yeah. ng bahay, and then suddenly something happens to them, and then yeah. the explanation is because, like, merong banta yung bahay. I've heard. Sa probinsya, alam ko, maraming ganun nangyayari na, 
Right. Um, like a like a like a very sophisticated otherworldly security system. Buti <laughs> <laughs> pasila. I know. So it's like we actually have this one story um, where um, it's actually a PV story. <laughs> it's in his house in San Juan where he mm. they they were out for you know a vacate a family vacation in Baguio and the only person in the house was their helper. You know, kind of just like watching the house. But the yeah. helpers, like partners, are sort of separated from the main house. Um, mm-hmm. So the main house is sort of locked up, of course, because everybody's out. And the helper is up in her room um, in the garage area. And someone had broken in, but for some reason only made it out to the outside area. Like there were attempts that, that, to get into the main house. Um, I don't know if the story was actually that that person made it into the house. But in in the end, nothing was taken. So it's basically like this person, like, was not caught. Had every opportunity to like really have a field day with the yeah. house and all the stuff in it. But for some reason, took nothing and left. That's really creepy. Yeah, and it's it's not one of the first. It's not like the first time I've heard a story like that. Just a bagyo and daming mga like really oh, yeah. old houses. I remember we had a rest house there, so I, may, I don't remember the the name now because I was I have only been there once since the rest uh-huh. house But like you you really feel like there's something else when when you live I in an old house. Everywhere in Baguio, diba? Yeah, like <sighs> the first the first guest that I actually had for this season, her house is in Baguio, and it mm. was just like it was so creepy. It was like. Like she was on the vi- the phone call with me, and I kept like trying to not stare at the dark hallways that would be Ooh. like behind her as she walked around, <laughs> because you know, and it's like that your 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 normal Baguio house with like all the wood, like the soft yellow lighting, you yeah. know, and it's unearthly quiet because you know it's it's quite a you know it's so surrounded by nature, so yeah, and then at the same time she was telling me the scary stories of her house. Um, which is really, really old. So it was a, it was it was a bit of a challenge not to get completely freaked out as she was telling her stories. Like she had one story that was particularly like disturbing because um, mm-hmm. there are apparently different types of ghosts in her house. And then there was one type of ghost that was a, a crawler. They call Ooh. it the crawler, and it would just like crawl on all fours. But it would only be in one particular part of the house. And she says that she's never seen it herself, but other people have experienced it because she doesn't sleep in that part of the house. And usually people in that part of the house see it when they're sleeping or like as they, they wake up and they notice it's there, just like crawling on all fours. Oh my God. And also on, on walls. So, you know, that was a, that was an episode. <laughs> you should listen to it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, anyway, yung, yeah, yung bahay ko sa San Juan, actually, I had a similar entity na, it wasn't a crawler, but it was just lying down on the floor every time it showed itself. And it made okay. this like really freaky. It was a very thin and lanky type creature. I, don't, I know creature. it's not a person, but it had like the parts of a person. Uh-huh. Na sobrang haba no mga arms and legs niya but like it was like sprawled on the floor and it was making like a weird like like a sound na it was having a hard time breathing it wasn't the wheezy uh-huh. it was more like a like a gasp for air like a gulping for air yeah something like that so like listening to that story about your friend na may crawler dun sa bagyo sort of like reminded me of <laughs> So the, that 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 entity was just like lying down on the floor, like face up, and then just like laying there, gulping for air. Yeah, I wasn't even doing anything. It wasn't really. We weren't really looking at each other, or whatever. It was just there, literally doing its thing, and I was just trying to sleep. You know, <laughs> like let me sleep, but okay, like do your thing. How about it? Yeah. Actually, it, it's because of all these supernatural stuff that I got used to listening to music. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to fall asleep. So I would, I would turn up, like, mga, like, indie, you know, indie, 
they call that pop rock stuff or like metal. Yeah. You know, just to shut out all the stuff that's happening around me. Right. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Interesting. So, hey, Kev, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Is there anything that you maybe want to share with the good people of the internet before we call it a season? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for having me. Um, I didn't yeah, expect man. it to be like this informal. As like uh, coming in, <laughs> I was really nervous, but like as we were talking, it really just felt like like a drinking session. We're just so chilling. Yeah. <laughs> Wish there um, was alcohol. <laughs> I know. But yeah, um, if any of you guys were listening, so as Net has mentioned before, I work for a real estate brokerage called Remax Blue Star. If you guys are looking for a place or are selling or leasing out a place, uh, you can contact us at info.remaxbluestar at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to look at the listings that we have, you can visit our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash remaxbluestar. And if any of you are looking for a particularly creepy experience, perhaps you can ask to have a meeting at their office. Yes, and uh, we'll more than likely be able to show you the other rooms where other <laughs> stuff happens. The other room where other stuff happens? Yeah, that house is really big. Oh, it's a house. It's an old house that we converted to like an office. Right. Yeah. Well, this has been Grimcast Manila with your host, Antonette. You can find more episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and basically everywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find us at facebook.com slash Grimcast Manila. Thanks so much, everyone, for sticking it out with us for another season. We hope you've enjoyed all the creepy stories and lovely people we've have we've had on the show and we will see you on halloween grimcast manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro and is produced recorded and distributed by big baby studios find out more about the other shows on big baby at itsabigbaby.com or facebook.com slash big baby studios have a spooky night everybody 